Alright, so here's Pumpkin back again with another edition of Pumpkin's Beer Patch. This will be the fourth one so far. It's been a while since the last one, uh, since around July. So I usually, I, I put some time in between these ones and I usually forget where I stopped off at and what I need to recap and talk about and... So, it's a process. Uh, I try, I always try to not leave such a long time between each one so I don't have to do so much and talk about so much in each episode. But life just gets in the way, and the regular podcasts and our other bonus episodes and the things we do and work and everything just kind of, there's a lot of, a lot of stuff going on. And especially now, it's it's October, so, so it's been a bit, been it's been a few months uh, since the last one, and it's October, and and that's our busy time. It's you know where everything gets all spooky everywhere, and we're spooky all the time. But this is when most places do their spooky stuff, so that we can enjoy it as well when they don't do it the rest of the year when we're still spooky. So let's get into this. So, when we last left off afterward, that one, my first ones I had was uh, a beer called Strawberry Switchblade, which is from 2SP Brewing out of Aston, PA. Um, I've never been to their tasting room. I want to try to get there sometime, but haven't yet. This is uh, considered a farmhouse ale or saison that's categorized as saison uh, fermented in our fielder with um, sweet and and Thai basil, strawberry puree, and hibiscus. I wasn't really getting all that from it. It says it's 7% alcohol. I gave it a 4.5 out of 5. I didn't think it was, uh, thought it was pretty good. So, I mean... On the can that I have, it says it's a it's a Hefeweizen, so I'm not exactly sure if this is the same thing that I've checked into, um, but like I said, it was just, to me, it just tasted like a strawberry Hefeweizen, nice strawberry flavor, I didn't get any Thai basil, I don't know what the Saison they're talking about, somebody must have messed up some sort of details here, but like I said, from what I'm talking about... The strawberry switchblade, the Hefeweizen, I gave it a 4.5 out of 5. It's a nice flavor. It was very good. Definitely something I would drink again. Um, so let's see what else we got here. Um, had some peach volleyball from Bolero Snort, 5.3% uh, alcohol. Bolero Snort is out of Carlstadt, New Jersey. I've talked about them many times before, and we've talked about them, me and Peach, together. Um, so they're out of Carlstadt, New Jersey. That's North Jersey, right up near the Meadowlands area. Uh, this is a sour ale with peaches and vanilla ice cream. It's got a, a pretty cool can design where the peaches are playing. Um, beach volleyball kind of has a Top Gun-esque you know, thing to it. Um, I gave this a four out of five. Definitely a good one. And there's not much out of Bolero Snort that I have not enjoyed. So if you ever get a chance to visit them or get your hands on any of their stuff, definitely take a chance on it because it's, it's probably going to be pretty good. Let's see. Uh, we've talked about those together because we drank them together so I just talk about beer um, because Peach doesn't drink the beer and we usually talk about everything else we do drink together uh, on the, the regular podcast not in the beer patch so let's see here uh, Heavy Reel 
Lost and Rendered, Heavy Real Brewing Company. They're out of Seaside Heights, New Jersey, another New Jersey brewery that usually has pretty good beers. Um, this is a red ale, Irish ale. It's 5.8% alcohol. Um, I didn't much dig this one. I gave it a 2.5 out of 5. Uh, it just wasn't doing it for me. Um, I had this one at the Flying Pig in Bordentown. I've talked about them before. I go there quite a bit because of their ever-rotating uh, taps, and they usually have some pretty good stuff. So it's a good place for me to go and try out new stuff that I want to get if it's um, somewhere that I can't get to or just don't have the time to go to a tasting room somewhere else. Um, they usually have a pretty good variety of stuff. And, uh, yeah, 2.5. Just didn't dig this one. Um, had a little bit of a too much of a hoppy bit to me, and I'm not a big fan of hops, as uh, most of you would know by now if you've been listening. Another one is uh, Women Inherits the Earth. Just another fruited sour from Bolero Snort, 4.5% alcohol. It's a Mai Tai Tiki Sour with Orgeet, uh, orange, and lime. I gave it a 4 out of 5. Definitely pretty tasty. Um, I enjoyed it. Nice Mai Tai Tiki flavor with some orange and lime. So, and like I said before, you really can't go wrong with anything out of Bolero Snort. And then, hot of ciders. Uh, Heavy Real Brewing Company, back up again. I just was talking about them. Their love, L U V V, um, I don't know, their love brand. They have like uh, different ones in this. Uh, series i guess their love series that's what we would call it it's a key lime pie seven percent alcohol uh bringing you guys some love this week in the form of our favorite dessert key lime pie we brewed this up at an arrangement of it's up an arrangement of marshmallows graham crackers milk sugar and key lime juice i let it sit and get super sour and funkadelic and uh yeah, it was good. 4.75 out of 5. That's damn near a 5. So this was very delicious. Like Another one, just like Bolero Snort, Heavy Reel, besides the one I just talked about, the, uh, the Red Ale. Usually pretty on point with their sours. Um, they make some pretty tasty stuff, and this was no exception. Um, very delicious, very sour. You got all those flavors. Nice key lime pie taste. Nice key lime taste. You could taste the marshmallow and the graham cracker. It's just a really good beer. So just like Blair Snore, if you ever get your hands on anything from Heavy Real Brewing Company, I would definitely take the chance on it. And definitely take the chance on this one if you like key lime pie or key lime flavor. Um, they had one called Staring Into Emptiness. It's a porter. An Imperial Double Porter, 9.8% uh, alcohol. It's Imperial Porter with chocolate, coconut, and macadamia nuts. And I gave it a 4.5 out of 5. Another good one from them. As I said, their sours are usually pretty great. Their porters and stouts are usually pretty on point as well. So 4.5 out of 5. Definitely a good rating there. You definitely got the chocolate and coconut flavor and the macadamia nuts. And it's a, it's a strong one. So... Make sure not to, to take too much at uh, one time. Usually when I go into these places and they have a lot, if I haven't been there in a while or if I've never been there at all and I want to try like everything, and some places don't do flights, so it's kind of hard to get in everything you want without getting super wasted while you're there. And there was their Thick uh, series, Pineapple Banana Coconut. 6% alcohol. And pineapple banana coconut is, 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 says it all. That's the flavors you get. I gave this a full five out of five. It was delicious. You tasted the pineapple. You tasted the banana. You tasted the coconut. It was a tropical tasting, fabulous uh, beer. Yeah, so definitely 
their love series and their thick series, T-H-Y-Y-K, are usually two great sour series that, you know, anything they usually put out under those um, names are usually going to be something that you're going to enjoy. If you enjoy the sour beers, a lot of people are like, ooh, sour beers aren't real beers, or when are you going to stop making sours? When are you going to... I can say the same thing about IPAs. I hate IPAs. And so many places have just all IPAs. You go into restaurants or bars and the, all the taps are just IPAs. Well, that's not for me. So everybody's got their own taste. So stop bitching about stuff because there's something for everybody. You know, these places that have sours, they still have IPAs. They still have lagers. They have porters. They have stouts. They have all they have pale ales. They have all kinds of stuff that you can drink as well. So stop bitching and then let's see uh, I had a plum ale from Hokkaido Brewing Company it's a fruit beer 5% alcohol Hokkaido Brewing Company is a microbrewery out of Aotaro, Hokkaido, Japan it says, brewed using the choicest Hokkaido plums, this amazing fruity ale perfectly replicates the taste of fresh-picked plums from your local farm. And I do love me some plum. I love plum ciders. You put plum in anything. So I saw this plum, uh, a plum fruit ale. I gave it a full 5 out of 5. It was delicious. The bottles are quite small. And I think they're about 12 ounces, the bottle that I had. Uh, if not, maybe a little bit less. And it was like four or five dollars for just the bottle so it's a little pricey but to me i thought it was it was really good it had a really nice plum flavor it was very sweet very fresh tasting so um i've had some other things from them as well after i had this one they had some other ones that i i got or had to try so i've had quite a few different ones about three or four i think one that i actually did forget to check into so if i don't see it on here i'll be sure to bring it up I don't see it for the rest of this one then there was heavy back with heavy reel again their thick liquid lollipop strawberry watermelon mango six percent alcohol collab with froth brewing out of buffalo new york um delicious five out of five for me again on this one there's strawberry you taste the strawberry the mango the watermelon it's a delicious, fruity, sour mix of just greatness. So, again, can't go wrong with that. So the thick, T-H-Y-Y-K, liquid lollipop, strawberry, watermelon, mango. So I don't know how often they rotate these or keep them around or if they bring them back. So you kind of have to jump on them. That's the sad thing about with any, most breweries or, or craft breweries. You got to jump on it when they have it because they might not have it for long and they might not have it again. So... Definitely, if you can get your hands on this, if they do it again, or anything in there, like I said, they're thick or love. If you're a big fan of uh, sour beers, jump on jump on those when you see them because they're they're delicious. Then I also had one from them called Glamour Profession. Uh, it's a Keller Beers Zwickle beer beer, five point five percent alcohol. I give this a three out of five. It was all right. Um, was a, a bit on the bitter side that's why i gave it a three i mean i'm not sure if that's traditionally supposed to taste that way that kind of type of beer but just wasn't something that i would order again or drink regularly so i mean check it out because you're never going to know unless you try it for yourself just like with anything so definitely check it out if you want to but like i said it's 5.5 percent alcohol i gave it a three out of five so not not too bad but not great Then we took a trip. We talked about this in one of our previous episodes to uh, Banter's Hard Cider and their sister brewery, Downriver Brewing Company. They're out of Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania. Uh, we, we stopped there for the first time, and I had a bunch of beers um, that I didn't talk about then because I was like, well, we both didn't drink them all. We both just had, they had a one called uh, Deep Rooted, which is a root beer a hard root beer and i had said that that was a little bit weak i would have liked some more carbonation in that 
That was 6% alcohol. I gave that a 3.5 out of 5. Peach gave it a 3.25 out of 5. Um, it says Sarsaparilla City. Fantastic root beer flavor with lots of clove and creamy vanilla, but not overly sweet. Molasses like body, slight cinnamon, and anise aroma or anise. Um, reminds you of the root beer barrel candy that we liked as a kid, but with alcohol. Like I said, I would have liked a little bit more carbonation, but it was pretty decent. Then I had one called Smokey the Beer, 5.3% uh, alcohol. Unlike most smoked ales out there, this will remind you of sticky sweet barbecue ribs made with cherry wood and beechwood smoked malt, Munich malts, and European hops, honey malt to give you that tender sweetness, chocolate malt to give you roastiness but not drying it out, savory to the last drop, pairs really well with meats and cheese. I gave it a 3.75 out of 5. It was pretty good. Nice smoky flavor, like they said. Reminds you of sweet, sticky barbecue ribs, that smokiness from the cherry wood and beech wood, and you got that little bit of a, a roastiness in there as well. So, a decent beer overall. 3.75 out of 5 is not too bad. So, definitely check it out if that sounds like something that's up your alley or just, you know. This is just me telling you what I thought of stuff or just to let you know that these things exist if you didn't know. If you perhaps... You know, some people don't know everything. They don't know what's around them. They don't know what's out there. So maybe you live close to Stroudsburg, PA, but you didn't know this place was there. And now you know it's there. And now you know that these kind of beers are there. So you can go check it out for yourself. Or if you don't live anywhere near there and you just happen to be in the area someday. And you're like, remember that podcast I was listening to? And they had that episode, you know, talking about beer and stuff and now I remember that I'm near that place or that that kind of beer exists that's out there. Maybe I can kind of look, go look out and, and check that stuff out. So that's just basically what I'm doing here with this. Then they had one called Fruits of the River Watermelon. It's a shandy slash rattler. 4% alcohol. Similar uh, to its raspberry cousin, this watermelon shandy is the key to getting through those lazy, hazy days of summer. Citrusy zip followed by an explosion of watermelon. I give it a 4.75 out of 5. It was definitely good. I love Rattler's fruity stuff. I do like watermelon flavor, and I thought this one was very good, very refreshing. had a very great watermelon flavor. So this was a good one, 4.75 out of 5. I recommend it. They have one called Summer Gurk. It's a Kolsch, 5.8% alcohol. Gurk for cucumber in German. While making a traditional German-style Kolsch ale, this summer beer is brewed with, I don't know, but I guess cucumbers. So uh, I'm pretty sure it was cucumbers, but the description cut off there. Not a big fan of this one. I gave it a 2.75 out of 5. I wasn't really digging it. Didn't really like that cucumber flavor of my beer, so I wasn't a big fan of it. Interesting, but not my thing. Then they had one, a Foxy Brown, which was a nitro beer. 6.3% alcohol. It's a brown ale. Honduran coffee roasted locally by Santa Mama is added to their oatmeal brown ale. Cold-pressed coffee aromatics and intense coffee flavors are balanced by the increased oats in the malt bill. Served on nitrous, resulting in a cappuccino-like creaminess. The cascade effect is one of a kind. Uh, 6.3% alcohol, like I said, I gave it a 3 out of 5. I do usually enjoy the nitro beers. I like the smoothness of the nitro beer. Um, so I like trying anything that I see that's on a nitro or that's served in nitrous. Um, 3 out of 5, so it, it's pretty good. Uh, wasn't, you know, 3 out of 5 is, is, is pretty decent. I mean, it's not, it's not horrible. But uh, I guess a lot of people think, you know, if it's, it's a, if it's a three or below, maybe that's not bad. But, I mean, if you're talking about out of five, that's still higher, closer to five than it is to one. So, it's good. And they had one called Aries Affirmation, a fruit beer. Five percent alcohol. This Zodiac-inspired way of making our tea-infused fruited ales. Aries embodies energy, birth, and early childhood. Peaches symbolize endless youth. No zodiac sign represents it better. Like the peach, Aries has a long life to look forward to. This inspired us to use a cherry tisane tea, collaborated and hand-blended by veteran-owned The Skirted Soldier Company. Then we fruit-punched this beer with white peaches and dark sweet cherry puree. Cheers to Aries. 
I gave this a 2.25 out of 5. I wasn't digging it. It was probably the tea that gave it a hold back for me. I'm not a really big fan of tea flavored things, tea ciders or tea, um, you know, in my beer. I like hard teas. I just don't like that taste of like a brewed tea, like an Earl Grey or, or something like that. I'm not a big tea drinker, hot tea drinker. So, and it just didn't do it for me. 2.25 out of 5. Again, I mean, that's kind of in the middle, so not horrible. And there was Ball and Chain, a porter. 6.2% alcohol. Pours dark brown with a tan head made with Madagascar, but... Madagascar bourbon vanilla beans and pure liquid cacao. A suit and tie porter brings a new level of sophistication to the table with a bold dark chocolate bitterness and delicate hints of vanilla. These two celebrated flavors pair so perfectly for the party and after party. Finishes with a subtle dryness unlike a last minute best man speech. Three out of five from me. It was pretty good. A nice porter, a nice flavor. So, I would definitely recommend this one to try. And then there's another one from uh, Heavy Reel called Jelly Fingers. It's 6% fruited sour. Jelly Donut Sour Ale collab with Donuts Plus, which is a donut shop in... Um, oh, where is it at? Lavalette, I believe, in New Jersey, Jersey Shore, kind of a little bit further north than Seaside Heights. Full five out of five. It tasted like drinking a jelly donut. It was like a liquid jelly donut, for sure. Like, delicious. I wish I had more than just one can. I got it at uh, Hamilton Tap and Grill, so they had cans of it. Uh, it sold pretty quick at the tap room uh, at the heavy real brewing tap room so definitely a delicious beer if you can get your hands on it if they do it again um and you're able to and you like jelly donuts you like that raspberry flavor definitely check it out because it is a delicious beer and i had one called holy donut blueberry glaze from lone pine brewing company they're out of portland maine 7.5% alcohol. Uh, the newest rendition of their ongoing Holy Donut series is here. Double-fruited sour ale is stacked and ready to roll with heaping additions of blueberry complemented by smooth vanilla and sweet lactose sugar. This mashed-up smoothie is sweet, tart, and dense, but still refreshing. I gave it a 3.5 out of 5. It was pretty good. Nice blueberry flavor. Um, but I, I enjoyed it. So 3.5 out of 5. It's pretty decent, I believe. So definitely check it out. Had a nice blueberry donut uh, flavor with the blueberry and the vanilla. And then I had one called Brew Free or Die Hazy IPA, which I got by accident. Um, it's from 21st Amendment Brewery out of San Le Leandro, California. 6.5% alcohol. I gave it a 2.5. Uh, sometimes you have to look at life through a different set of lenses. When you're set in stone, like our founding fathers, every once in a while, you just want to let loose and get a little hazy. Our hazy IPA with its turbid pale color, abundant hoppy flavor, and fruity aroma is deceivingly easy drinking. Uh, yeah, I just IPAs are not my thing, like I had mentioned earlier. Um... And it's still 2.5 out of 5, so it wasn't great, but uh, something I would probably never drink again. Like I said, it was ordered by accident. Well, I ordered something. I guess they heard something else, and this is what I got, and I was like, this is not what I ordered. Um, but drank it anyway. Uh, then one called Floating Holiday from Allagash Brewing Company. They're out of Portland, Maine. It's 5.2% alcohol. A blonde ale brewed with lemon peel and a pinch of sea salt to push your refreshometer up to long weekend. I gave it a 3 out of 5. Pretty good. Um, I enjoy the lemon taste in my beers. So uh, this one was pretty decent. Then, uh, back in August... At the Monster Mania convention, my friend Chris, shout out to Chris Straley, 
had some of the Devil's Backbone Brewing Guar Blood Geyser that he shared generously with me and others. 5.7% alcohol. Your lords and masters in Guar, together with Devil's Backbone Brewing Company, have brewed up an intergalactic elixir of the gods. Blood Geyser IPA is a delicious and refreshing blood orange beer variant. Cheers. Here's to humanity's inevitable descent into a new dark age. So, Devil's Backbone is out of Roseland, uh, Virginia. This one's weird. I love Guar, but I already said I don't like IPAs. And I'm not a big fan of Blood Orange, but this beer I liked. So, I don't know what is going on there but i did enjoy it and i do thank chris for letting me try it i gave it a 3.5 out of 5 so i would have thought i wouldn't have liked it and i did just want to try it to try it and i'm glad chris let me try it but i enjoyed it a lot more than i thought i would and i'm glad that i got to try it in general um pool noodle from double nickel brewing they're out of Pensacola, New Jersey. It's a sour, 4.8% alcohol. Um, jam-packed kettle sour ale, fruited, fruited heavily with pineapple, strawberry, coconut, and lime. This one is a certified summer crusher built for outdoor sipping on a hot day. Insanely fruit forward with a crushable and tart backbone. They taste notes of frozen pina coladas, strawberry shortcake, and lemon lime Italian soda. Um, I gave it a 4.25 out of 5. It was definitely tasty and all those flavors you got and i do enjoy a nice again sours are my thing those are my if i'm not drinking hard cider you can usually probably me drinking a sour uh sour beer or fruited sour so 4.25 out of 5 for this one that's a good one surfer's blood from last wave brewing company they're from point pleasant beach new jersey uh it's in a collaboration with heavy reel it says here um, it's a sour Berliner Weiss, 5.1% alcohol. Surfer's Blood is Raspberry Lemonade Berliner Weiss, uh, Heavy Real Brewing Collab. I gave it a 3.75 out of 5. Definitely a good thing there. Raspberry kind of held it back for me. I'm not the biggest fan of raspberry, except for in that Jelly Fingers, the raspberry donuts, because uh, that just tasted delicious. Some raspberry hits me, most raspberry hits me not very well, and... Some does. This one, not the best, but 3.75 out of 5 isn't awful. And then, ooh, you got a heavy hitter here. Oh, yeah, from Magnify Brewing Company out of Fairfield, New Jersey. They're another one that, you know, most of the things they put out, I've enjoyed. It just sucks that they're so far away and they're not heavily distributed in, in stores. But this is 6% alcohol. It's a sour ale brewed with Kool-Aid. Tart, refreshing, and crushable. And they ain't fucking kidding. I gave this a full 5 out of 5. It tasted just like you were drinking red Kool-Aid. You couldn't taste any beer, any alcohol. It is dangerous, my friends. And delicious. It, it was just like drinking carbonated Kool-Aid. It was phenomenal. So, if, yeah, full five out of five. Do you ever get your hands on any of that? Or if they do it again, definitely give it a try because it was phenomenal. Then drinking pina coladas from, for breakfast from Icarus Brewing. They're from Lakewood, New Jersey. Uh, this is a sour Berliner Ice. 5.3% alcohol, heavily weeded Berliner style ice, conditioned on copious amounts of pineapples, cara cara oranges, toasted coconut, and marshmallows. I gave this a 4.25 out of 5. Great flavors there that I just uh, named. You can taste all those flavors. Definitely sweet, fruity, refreshing. Um, like I said, sours are my jam. So 4.25 out of 5 for that one. Definitely a good one. Um, this is an oldie but a goodie that I had with uh, Chris who let me share the guar beer with him this is at another convention in Gettysburg the Creature Feature Weekend but this is what I've had before 
uh, Nightmare on East Elm Street from Conshohocken Brewing Company out of Conshohocken, Pennsylvania. A seasonal homage to our, their original brewery in Conshohocken. We bring you a Nightmare on East Elm Street pumpkin ale brewed with honey malt, pumpkin puree, lactose, and spices. Nightmare on East Elm Street is a pumpkin pie in a glass. The autumn ale is best paired with candy corn. So I gave it 3.75 out of 5. Uh, it's definitely a fun can. It's a it's a fun beer. Contra Hawken Brewing puts out some good stuff. 5.8% alcohol. 3.75 out of 5. Definitely fun all around. Check it out if you can get your hands on some. Uh, here's one that, again, Chris was awesome enough to let me try because he had a crowler of it that had been sitting around for a while, but he had it refrigerated. And uh, it was called Ichiwama, um, Star Wars-inspired uh, barley wine, uh, 10% alcohol from Full Tilt Brewing out of Baltimore, Maryland. Barley wine aged in barrels for eight months. Uh, so, yeah, definitely fun. Uh, I gave it a 3.75 out of 5. Uh, Full Tilt had commented on my uh, post about it or my checking in of it, and they were so whoever it was that was working their uh, account was saying they were jealous that I had tried some of a, a can that somebody still had around because this isn't around. They did, did it once, and I think that was that was it. They haven't done it since, I guess. So they were jealous. Nice raisiny flavor in it as well. Is definitely strong. Like I said, ten percent alcohol. But it was pretty good. 3.75 out of 5. Um, <laughs> is Butter a Carb from Evil Genius Beer Company a Fest Beer? 5.5%. Evil Genius Brew Beer Company is uh, out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. The only thing better than pretzels and beer is pretzels in beer. And Evil Genius has teamed up with Annie Ann's to bring you just that. This crisp... Oktoberfest style lager was brewed with malt, hops, and warm soft pretzels for an extra rich dose of flavor. Don't get it twisted. I gave it a 3.5 out of 5. It was pretty good. Uh, you did have that bit of a pretzel taste. And uh, it, it was good. It's a weird combination to think of in a beer. And the collaboration with Annie Ann's. But 3.5 out of 5 is... It's pretty decent, so if you see this one, check it out if it sounds like it's for you. And then, oh, we talked about all those in our regular podcast, The Sliders. Um, talked about that. Baked Pumpkin Ale from Lancaster Brewing Company out of Lancaster, Pennsylvania. 7.5% alcohol. I gave it a 25 but I remember this one a little bit, and I think it was even worse than that. I, I think I gave it too high of a mark, so I might even really think in my heart that it should get a lower score. It says, have your pie and drink it too. Bold in flavor with a deep amber color. Our big baked pumpkin ale is sure to remind you of grandma's pumpkin pie. I just remember it being bitter. Uh, I wasn't a big fan of it, so I officially gave it a 2.5 out of 5, but I really think that should be lower. So I wasn't a big fan of this one. And I even wrote down, a little too bitter for me and not enough pumpkin flavor. And then I did go to an uh, opening of a new uh, tap room, Twin Lights Brewing. Uh, they're in uh, Tinton Falls, New Jersey. So I tried their Twin Lights Lager is a lager pale lager um i gave it a three out of five just your standard uh pale lager had a, a nice smooth taste nice and, and crisp so i enjoyed it it was pretty good so i had that i had one called endless glow which was an oatmeal stout six percent alcohol I gave it a 4.25 out of 5, and it says, For the mash, we used a blend of Maris Otter, Vienna chocolate malt, flaked oats, and roasted barley. They also added a small amount of Centennial in the boil. With light and sweet roasty aromas, Endless Glow holds a medium body with a small hop character to balance out the malty sweetness. With a balanced flavor profile consisting of coffee, chocolate, and caramel, this one is sure to please your palate. 4.25 out of 5. I definitely enjoyed this one. So I'm glad that I checked it out. 
And then there was one called Vivid Memories, which was a sour fruited, a fruited sour, five percent alcohol. And uh, I believe this was raspberry as well. Uh, I gave it a three point seven five out of five, so not too bad. Um, those were the only th three things I tried from them. They had other ones, but not ones that I was interested in trying. Plus, it was very packed in there. They opened. I had to wait in line to get in. Um, it was a decent-sized place, but there were a lot of people. And then just getting a drink once you got a drink and then the tables filled up and all these places to sit filled up fast. Um, saw the guys from uh, 3BR um, Distillery over there. They were over there because they're friends with those guys and I saw them there I didn't say anything to them but I did notice that they were there because we had uh, went to 3BR before and we talked about that on one of our previous episodes so check that one out if you want to hear more about them um, so yeah that was all I did there then I tried uh, pumpkin ale from Smutty Nose Brewing Company they're out of Hampton New Hampshire 6.1% alcohol Smutty Nose Pumpkin Ale is their homage to the craft and heritage of America's brewers. Recipes calling for the use of pumpkin and beer date back to early colonial time when brewers sought to ex extend their supply of costly imported malt with locally grown ingredients such as squash and pompions. In that spirit, we brew our ale with the addition of pumpkin to the mash along with traditional spices to create a delicious American original. I gave it 3.5 out of 5. It was pretty good. A lot better than the Lancaster one. So 6.1% um, alcohol. Definitely a decent pumpkin beer. Then some cold brew pumpkin nitro from Southern Tier Brewing out of Lakewood, New York. Meet cold brew coffee nitro, the newest member of the pumpkin family. Taste pumpkin Combined with smooth cold brew coffee, Nitro adds another layer to the liquid for a decadent, a sensational experience. Very good. Very tasty. I enjoyed it quite a bit. I am a big fan of the pumpkin, and I'm van van big fan of the Nitro. Um, let's see what else we have here. Getting to the end here, I think. Um... looking here I know this is dead air very tasty 4.75 out of 5 from here on the pumpkin cold brew All right. had one called fruit p-h-r-u-i-t pina colada from contra hawking brewing it's a sour 7% alcohol Fruit pina colada is a heavily fruited sour jam packed full of coconut, pineapple, Madagascar vanilla beans and beans and sour goodness with a smooth full body from lactose. The fruit of your own hard work is always the sweetest. I gave this a four out of five. Definitely a very tasty beer. You tasted all those flavors. I'm a big fan of pina coladas. So a beer that tastes very similar to that, that's okay with me. Um, busting through the walls grape from Bout the Hot Hops Brewing from Mount Laurel, New Jersey. 5.1% alcohol. A mildly tart ale made with nostalgic grape Kool-Aid. 3.5 out of 5. I had seen this one and I was like, ooh, another Kool-Aid one to try, but definitely doesn't come close to Magnify's Oh Yeah. So 3.5 out of 5, still pretty good, but not as great as the other one. Sour Pasture Calves, Blue Raspberry Lime from Bolero Snort, a, a fruited sour, 5.1% alcohol. Sour Ale with Raspberry and Lime, kind of like Sour Patch Kids. It's got that kind of flavor to it, 4 out of 5, definitely tasty if you like Sour Patch Kids and you want to drink them in a beer form with some alcohol in it. Definitely give these one a try. Like I said, you really can't go wrong with Bolero Snort. There we go. Mr. Oktoberfest from Icarus Brewing. It's a Marzen. 5.4% alcohol. A true German Marzen loaded with Munich malt and hybrid lager. Notes of dates, honey, and milk caramel. Light and refreshing enough for a day at the beer tents. 
I gave it a four out of five. It was uh, it was a good beer, and definitely how they described it is how I would describe it to you. So they definitely uh, did a pretty good one with this. So uh, check it out. That sounds like your kind of thing. If you never knew it existed, or now that you know that it existed, or you never knew that Icarus Brewing existed out of Lakewood, New Jersey. Now you know. Right Coast from Last Wave Brewing. It's a porter, 6.5%. Last Wave Brewing is from Point Pleasant Beach, New Jersey. A classic roasty porter that goes down easy with a rich coconut aroma and finish that's made it one of our most famous beers. 3.5 out of 5 for me. Definitely pretty tasty. That dark roasty flavor kind of gives you that chocolatey coconut. It, it's pretty good. Um, 3.5 out of 5 is a good is a good rating. So it's a good beer. Um, porters, are, porters and stouts are kind of in... I will try some, but it's very hit or miss. Like I said, Rattlers, Shandies, Fruited Sours. Those are my go-tos when it comes to beer. Nope, no, no. Uh, another one from Bolero Snort. Donut You Forget About Me. It's 4.9% alcohol. It's a sour ale with apples, cinnamon, and locally sourced apple cider donuts from Secor Farms in Mawa. I'm pretty sure I talked about this with Peach uh, on one of our other episodes because she tried it too and liked it. I gave it a 4.75 out of 5. It was definitely delicious. Very nice apple cider donut flavor. Um, again, Bolero Snort, can't can't go wrong with those guys for the most part. Um, pumpkin Spice Mucchiato, that's one of the first things I had from Bolero Snort some years ago. This bash didn't really hit me that, that great. Um, the last time I had it, I gave it a 3.5. So, 6.5% alcohol. Sometimes we realize just how basic we are as autumn is falling upon us. We strapped on our Uggs and comfy sweats and concocted this play on Mucchiato Milk Stout. Now with pumpkin pie spices, this is a bold and refreshing pumpkin spice latte stout. It's dosed with milk, sugar, coffee, vanilla, and all the things that remind us of fall. Grab some to enjoy by the fire pit. It's normally good. I remember the first time I had it was pretty good but this one was just kind of okay like i said 3.5 not too bad uh, all hallows treat from brewery omegang seven it's a pastry stout 7.6 percent alcohol they're from out of cooperstown new york sweet and spooky like the perfect halloween night all hallows treat rekindles your favorite childhood holiday memories aromas and flavors of dark chocolate creamy peanut butter and a soft vanilla finish Swirl with a smooth body and medium mouthfeel. It's the perfect throwback that brings you to your first bite of a chocolate peanut butter cup. And I also believe I've talked about this in the podcast as well. Because the regular a regular episode of the podcast, because I was drinking it one night when we were recording and uh, we had just I had just bought it. So, but it was good. I gave it a four point five out of five. Definitely very tasty, a dark, chocolatey peanut buttery stout. Um, 7.6%, 4.5 out of 5. Definitely check it out. Nice nice can design as well. Really enjoyed that. Get you in that Halloween fall feeling. Um, we've talked about that on the podcast. Because uh, we just had those recently. Maine Blueberry from UFO Beer. Had that down when we are just down at Monster Mania. Chris, let me try some of this as well. Out of Boston, Massachusetts, UFO Beer, our first blueberry beer just for summer, just for Maine. Refreshing with the right touch of sweetness, this easy-drinking and flavorful Hefeweizen will make you think you just picked this beer right off a blueberry bush. 3.5 uh, out of 5, I gave it. It's 4.8% alcohol. Pretty delicious. Nice blueberry flavor. Uh, 3.5 out of 5. That's a good one. So check them out if you can. And then there's been some new releases from Bolero Snort that I was just up there trying. And uh, they had just released all these Halloween-esque beers. 
and they're not distributing them. It was just tasting room only, or if you got home delivery, um, or I've been seeing them pop up now on some tap list of uh, restaurants, but not all of them. I've seen one at one place, one at another place. Um, so I'm just glad that I went up there and tried them all, got it all out of the way, and they had fun can designs. Well, one that's uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre themed. My family's always been in meat is what it's called, 6.1% alcohol. Uh, 6.1% alcohol, kettle sour with dark sweet cherry, tart cherry, vanilla ice cream, and milk sugar. I gave it a 3.75 out of 5. Pretty good. The dark cherry juice, I guess, kind of, sometimes throws me off. Wasn't the biggest fan of that, but still a 3.75 out of 5. Pretty good. I like the vanilla ice cream flavor on the tart cherry. Then there was one that was Scream-themed. Do you like scary movies? 6.1% alcohol. Uh, kettle sour, banana, coconut, vanilla, ice cream, and milk sugar. I gave this a 3.75 out of 5. Pretty good. All those those good flavors there. Um, coconut was maybe a bit overpowering, but wasn't horrible. 3.75 out of 5. And then there's You're All Doomed, Friday the 13th themed, which I wanted to like the most because Friday the 13th is my favorite. But... It's 4.2% alcohol, so it's lower alcohol content than the rest. And it was a sour ale with black currant, strawberry, and blueberry. And I had to give this one a 2.25, which made me so sad because I wanted to like it so much more than the others or like just like it a lot. And I couldn't. I couldn't get behind the taste. I don't know. Something threw it off, but something wasn't driving with me, at least that batch. So 2.25 out of 5. Sad to say. And there was Welcome to Primetime, Nightmare on Elm Street themed, 6.5% alcohol. And this is probably my favorite out of the bunch. It's a sour ale with green apple and caramel. I give it a 4.75 out of 5. It was pretty tasty. It pours a nice green color. And uh, it tasted just like a green apple, caramel green apple, uh, caramel apple. Uh, so definitely pretty tasty. Four point, I wish I had picked up a, a four pack of that, actually. That's how much I did like it. And then uh, a Halloween-themed one, Everyone's Entitled to One Good Scare, 5.3% alcohol, sour ale with sherbet, prickly pear, and strawberry drink mix. Um, 3.25 out of 5 I gave it. The flavors were nice, but I also commented the aftertaste just had a slight drawback to me. I don't know if it was the drink mix. It had that drink mixy kind of meh flavor, like a powdery, chalky taste. The forward flavors were nice of the strawberry and the and the prickly pear and the sherbet, but that aftertaste just kind of gummed it up for me. So 3.25 out of 5 on that one. And then I tried another one from them called Dolce Italiano, which is a stout. It was 8.7% alcohol. Uh, an imperial stout with biscotti, pistachios, and lemon zest. I gave it a 3.75 out of 5. It was tasty. I enjoyed it. Not something you could drink a lot of, I don't think. It's good in small doses, small glasses, a little bit at a time. Uh, not something I would drink on the regular, but 3.75 out of 5. It's definitely a good rating, I think, from me. Then they had one called Snakes in the Swamp. Another fruited sour. Nice green color. 6.1% uh, alcohol. Brewed in collaboration with District 96. Kettle sour with gummy snakes, blue raspberry, coconut, pineapple, and milk sugar. I enjoyed this very much. 4.75 out of 5. The green, the green colored beers were getting the wins on this one. This one was just as good as the Welcome to Prime Time. So green beers were winning it this time. 4.75 out of 5 for this one. And then I just had one recently from Jug Handle Brewing, which is out of um, Tinton Falls, New Jersey. And we've talked about them before, and I've talked about them before. 8% alcohol, the other Sour Wheel series, the Speakeasy series, Spicy Watermelon Sour. Uh, brewed with watermelon and orange purees and conditioned on fresh jalapeno, this cocktail in a can leads, wa leads watermelon, orange, and a touch of spiciness. 
I gave it a 4.5 out of 5. It was very tasty. It did give me instant heartburn, though, but I still enjoyed it. So I do enjoy any kind of spicy ciders, beers, wines. I don't really drink wine, but any kind of spicy but vodka or cocktails. I'm all about it because, you know, I like the spice if you've been listening uh, to us at all. <laughs> so, yeah, 4.5 out of 5 on this one. From me, I did enjoy it quite a bit. And then we're we're here we're here to to today and there's one that i was just drinking right now that i did just pick up from cape may brewing called apple bomb it's a fruit beer bright light bright lightly tart and fruity um eight percent alcohol says apple bomb is an explosion of apple flavor and a well-balanced wheat beer this brew retains a soft and gentle aroma from the apple juice added at the end of fermentation alongside a bready malt backbone to balance the apple's tartness apple bomb will be the apple of your eye now i wanted to love this and i thought it would be good but i'm not the biggest fan of it i'd probably have to give it like a three out of five it has a nice apple aroma and sometimes you get a really nice apple flavor, but at points to me, it's a little too malty and bready. You got that wheat weediness. So that kind of overpowers it to me. I wish it was a little bit more apple in that flavor there. But uh, yeah, about a three out of five on that one from me, uh, from Cape May Brewing out of Cape May, New Jersey. So yeah, now we're up to date. All good on this one. And uh, that'll be the end of this. About about 51 minutes for this one. So I'm going to end it right here and have it just be about under an hour. So uh, until the next one, and hopefully it's not too long, but I think I always say that. So I'm going to try to keep the next one shorter than this. And uh, at least I have it recorded now. So uh, see you guys in the next episode, in the next beer patch, in the next whatever. Later. Begin spiel. Hi, Peach here. Be sure to check us out on social media so you can see all the awesome pictures of our adventures. You can find us at Pumpkin and Peach Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Interested in checking out our business? Facebook and Instagram at Ugly Mugs Inc. No matter where you go, you'll find a link tree that will direct you to what you're looking for. Would you like to be a sponsor or collab with us? How about having us try your cider, beer, food, or product? Perhaps even having us come to your establishment if you're local, or letting us know the invite is there if we happen to be in your neck of the woods. Send us a message on social media or email us at pumpkinandpeachadventures at gmail.com. Please write a review for us. It really helps us out. Also, depending on what platform you're listening to us on, like, follow, or subscribe. It'll help you because you'll know when new episodes drop and it helps us grow our presence. And spiel!